Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. More. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, toxic picking it up. Let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Now the picture connects Never asking for someone's help But it gives him respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames and I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard you. All right, welcome back. It is hour two in the zone on a fantastic Friday. Got a lot of. I don't know what's up with this. Uh, let me talk to the weather people, Wes. It's like we get a uh, you know week. It wasn't too bad, I guess, this week. But it's like you know the weekend comes around. It's like oh rain, rain, rain. 50, 70, 80, or 50, 70, 60. That's our range chances this week. We've weekend. got a uh, small front that came through the state, and it's going to, depending on where it settles down, mm-hmm. if it settles to our south, a lot of these storms are going to stay down there. But if it settles to the north uh-huh. of us, they're going to be popping up all over Did us. Did you guys get caught in that massive hailstorm on Monday here no. in town? Oh, it was crazy. There were people pulled under the overpasses to try to stay out of it. What it time a, of day was that? Uh, like middle of the day. I visited I I somebody here. in the VA hospital. I was driving home. I was over by like Rodney Parham, mm-hmm. Cantrell there. It was raining like Noah's Ark, like marble-sized hail oh. coming down. I, I figured my windshield was going to get busted. It didn't, but it was, it was nuts. Are you going out and see live music anymore? Uh, very rarely. I had a I had I a woman to. you would have liked to see the other day. She Who was that? Her name's Maggie Rose. Oh yeah, I've heard of her. She played. Uh, I saw her in Kansas City when I was on vacation, and then she came down here and played at the Reverend the next night. But show tonight I'm going to go to, and I've seen him play like ten times. But it's always a fun show. It's the Big Damn Horns. Have you ever seen them? I've heard of them. You should come see them. I was listening to something on satellite radio. It was your boys, uh, Blackberry Black Smoke. Smoke. Yeah. And they were doing a cover song of somebody. I can't remember who it was, but they were covering something. I'm like, this is pretty good. The guy's uh, good. Yeah, it was, it was decent. Those guys are really good. Um, I think you'd enjoy it. You like, you like, uh, you I like, need to get out more. I, I'm, I've gotten into this habit of going to bed really, really early because I get up. Real, I'm, I'm always watching, you know, Channel 7. I liked it better, you know, when Allison and Kane were there. But mm-hmm. 4.30, I'm usually watching the news. Yeah. I, I, it's like I got farmer hours. Listen, Frank, you better get after it. Yeah, what am I going to be like when I'm 70? I know. you better. Well, at 7.30, he's in bed because nope. he got to get up at 3 o'clock. It's not a complaint. It's an observation. My father mm. is in his <laughs> mid-70s. He gets up at 5 o'clock in the morning every day for no apparent reason and goes to the gym, which I love the fact that he's going to the gym, but I'm like, Dad... You have your whole day to kill. And then he like he gets home, he showers, and it's like 6.40. By the way, my dad also showers before he goes to the gym and gets terrorized by the people there. He gets cleaned up, goes to the gym, comes home, cleans up. It's like I'm, He's like, I don't want to. I said, nobody cares what you look like at the gym, Dad. I've had this conversation with you, too. You know who said that? Brian Bosworth, when he was the best college football linebacker in America. He, he had an interview on Sports Illustrated. He said, I like to sweat clean. So he would take a shower and clean up, then go work out and sweat, and then come back and take a shower again. I'm not that guy. I didn't realize Frank and the Boz had something in common. They have a lot in common. Uh, they're both lunatics, too. Anyway, so he uh, then he sits around and watches movies all day long. That's all he does. 
He eats at exactly the same times every day. That's all he does. So I'm in like, other words, he could work out at you know eleven eight, o'clock nine. or two in the afternoon. Chuck, or two something. trips ago when I went to Iowa, I yeah. was like, Dad, I'm going to be out with my buddies. Like I don't want to go to the gym at five, but I want to go to the gym. He's like. And my stomach was like, come on, Frank. Come on, you can you can go at 8 or 9. <laughs> and you go early most of the time yes. and run early I'm and like, stuff. I'm on vacation. Yeah. I'm not going early. Right, so right. she had him talked into it for about an hour, and he's like, I can't do it. We can't do it. <laughs> he's so inflexible. He's inflexible on the thermostat. He's inflexible on the time he works out. He's inflexible on the times he eats. He's inflexible on everything. I'm kind of getting like that in my old age. Don't. I think that's yeah, Okay, you should come people. out tonight and watch the band. Yeah, that's a good idea. So he has OCD. Among other things, he's anal retentive and he has OCD. <laughs> and he's old. And he's, uh, here's the thing. When you get to that point, you don't have to do anything. You don't. And so he chooses not to. He chooses not to run. <laughs> just like Jerry Seinfeld. When does he listen to the show? Uh, usually between 10 and 1, I guess. Hopefully not today, though. <laughs> he's listening right now. He's like that punk kid of mine. I'm going to have to set him straight. He knows. We had a big debate over the thermostat. I mean, I'm sure people have had this. You go back and you stay with your family, like mm-hmm. if they're older. Um, and my dad will just not put the... He wanted it like 75, 70. And it's like, we can't sleep in 76. That's really hot. Yeah, well, luckily, I got the basement couch. My son is in the bed upstairs in the guest room, and they have flannel sheets on the bed. Oh, Alexa, I was happy to have a place to stay and not have to pay for a hotel, but my son, I walk in there every morning, and he'd be like, oh, Dad. He's bursting <laughs> into flames. I'm like, hey, try sleeping on the uncomfortable couch in the basement. At least it's cold, though. It wasn't bad. So. Do you have a fan? No. See, if you had a fan, that would make fan. it better. Yeah, we could have gone to Target and got like a $20 box fan. Would have yeah. saved the, it's it amazing dead. how much the fan makes a difference. Oh, a fan makes all the difference all in the, the difference. world. Maybe it could be 80 everything. degrees, but you got air blown on you. Mm-hmm. You feel comfortable. So. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay, sorry I killed the whole segment with that, but anyway. Oh, that was good. All right, so let's get to the red-white report. Russ, do we have anything for the red-white report? Oh, Christian, do you have the list of all the contracts that were signed by the Razorbacks? Uh, no, I did see one, though. I saw Black, I saw, saw Smith, Black. and I saw Walsh. Oh, I did see Walsh, too. Walsh isn't making a well, lot. He, he was a, I mean, he's making a lot more than we are, but I mean, he does not he make it. He was a second-round guy. Yeah. So. Anyway. All right, well, let's see if we can pull that up real okay. quick in short order. I could have given you a heads up. Rick, Ricky Council played yesterday, too, by the way. Did he? That what was did he the do? Thing I had. Eight points. Why don't we uh, play the open? The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Okay, so we get Nick Smith Jr. playing tonight, correct? Against Wembenyama and company? Right. Okay. That's one thing. Uh, Anthony Black will play tomorrow... And also, Jordan Walsh will play tomorrow. Jordan Walsh plays at 1, and I believe Anthony Blake plays at 3.30. Okay. Jordan Walsh signed a uh, four-year deal as a second-round uh, second round draft pick with the Boston Celtics. $7.6 million. Uh, Who? Jordan Walsh. Two-year deal? No, four. it's a four. Oh, four-year deal for that. Okay, yeah. I thought he was making less than two a year. Okay. And then uh, Nick Smith signed four years, 12.65. The first two years are guaranteed right at $5 million. Sorry, I just pulled a Wes and I was looking up other things. Did you mention Anthony Black's? I did not. Anthony Black was the first I got to sign. Four years, $33 million, two, two years guaranteed at nearly 15 That's pretty good money. Yeah. He's only got to play a four-year contract and then he can retire. It's a good deal. <laughs> I mean, honestly. He could. I mean, I, okay, but you know what's funny? And Pigskin, he'll appreciate this, too. We were talking about this the other day with, uh, is that all for the red-white? Can we move on? Um, I was going to say that uh, Orlando will be playing the Detroit Pistons tomorrow at 4.30 on ESPN if you want to watch Anthony Black. I do. Mm-hmm. And Celtics versus the Heat at 2 on NBA TV if you want to watch Jordan Walsh. So we were looking at Tyrese Halliburton, who just signed a max deal in right. the NBA pigskin, and he's making, what do we say, $40 million a year? Yeah, he's making, it's like a $220 million contract. So he's making $40 million a year or so. How his, is that possible? His take-home is $17 million, and the government gets $15 million. What has the government done to deserve $15 million of that kid's money? Thank you. That's what I if said. If the government is listening, i got a problem with you people. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's insane. That's confiscatory. I don't even know what that means, but oh, it sounds what bad. It, that's what it is. But there's so your many. Lawyer mom, you got to pay your. You got to pay your. You know your agent. agent you got to pay yeah. your all the reps. You got to pay. A, there's a jock tax. 
And then you got to pay just your regular old income tax. Now, let's think about this. You guys are two young, hardworking stars, okay? You, you, you work you this job. To? You work that job. <laughs> Wes is on TV. He's on the radio. You're on the radio. You're a general manager. You're a play-by-play guy. You guys hustle, okay? You work hard. We do work now, hard. Now, think about this. So when you make that money, the government's getting their greedy mitts on it. Let's say they're taking 40%. 50%, you know, so probably around 40%. Right. Okay. Let's say you take some of that money and you're going to invest that money. Then they tax it again on capital gains if you make any of that. Okay. And let's say in a few years you guys shuffle off this mortal coil and you want to leave some money to your kids and or your grandkids. Then you leave it again to them and then they're going to go ahead and have an estate tax. They've taxed your money three different times already. I, I mean, that's enough, okay? Yeah. Enough. It's about time we throw some tea in a harbor. And that's really what make I'm saying. Stand. Dress up as Indians, throw the tea in the harbor, let's do this again. And, you know, I'm not... Uh, you should pay your taxes. Jesus said you render to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, to God what belongs to God. But Caesar needs to quit being so greedy, okay? <laughs> you're like, you're, Let's just say we have a 20% flat tax. Everybody gives the government 20%. That's enough. They should have enough. When is enough going to be enough? I'm that's, worried that's about what I'm asking. I'm worried about Tyrese Halliburton. I, look, here's the deal. They I shouldn't take his $15 million. No, I don't think the government should get $15 million right. of his 40 if he's making 17 If he's making 30 and they they get, that wouldn't work out the wood. I guess if he's getting 25 and they're getting 15 that's okay, I guess. I can live with that. But they're getting they're getting basically what he's getting. Right. That's yeah, not they're cool. making equal money as him, and they're not even doing anything. Yeah, I'm like, hey, hey, Tyrese, thanks for working all those years <laughs> on your skills and playing basketball. And uh, if the government wanted that money, maybe they should have got good at basketball. No doubt, government. <laughs> you know what? Exactly. <laughs> Tax thyself, you nerds. Oh, by the way, the Blackberry Smoke cover was the Stones' "Tumbling Dice." Very I'm, good. I'll they look did for an it. album of Stones covers. Did you hear the uh, Did you hear the story about Tracy Chapman this week? No. So Luke Combs covered. Uh, fast car, yeah. And Tracy Chapman, in in the process, has become the only black woman who is a solo writer of a song that topped the country charts. Nice, pretty cool. Oh, that's that's historic. It really was like Charlie Pride stuff. I like that very much. Let's get uh, Tom Murphy in here. Tom, there you go. Covered all the bases. I don't know what you got, but uh, that's where we're at. What's happening? Wow, man! I always love to open the door and like hear where y'all are. And- I can't wait to tell my wife about Tracy Chapman. She loves that song. I didn't know that. Um, and so, uh, yeah, man. And if you got to look at every single line of where our taxes went, we'd probably all be throwing up. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, we need to, uh, I'm going to put some tea in, uh, in mm-hmm. the Arkansas River. Anyway, Tom, let's talk about yesterday on a much more sober and somber note. And I uh, appreciated your write-up today. I didn't get a chance to see any of the video from... The Ryan Mallet service yesterday, obviously the whole state to some degree is in mourning. Anybody who has been touched by Ryan or, you know, knew much about him, I think, uh, obviously, you know, your heart heart breaks for him and his family. But uh, I thought you did a nice job in, in trying to convey some of that, and I appreciate the effort there, certainly. And, um, you know, obviously he's a guy that's going to be missed for a long, long time. And, you know, I will be, you know, remembered as larger than life forever and probably would have been anyway, and obviously being taken at a young age even more so. Uh, absolutely, you captured it all right there. Um, I tell you, I I kind of had you know my impression of Ryan Mallet. You know, very confident guy. You know, uh, borderline arrogant, but you know could, could back up his physical. You know, he he could back it up with his arm and and his performance and all that kind of stuff. However, the way he was humanized yesterday by all the people who spoke, Scott Surratt, his um, high school uh, offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach at Texas High and uh, J.R. Carroll. Um, and then, you know, it was a three-preacher deal. Um, and the way he was humanized gave me a new perspective. Um, and, and I knew he was good with the fans, but there was um, an anecdote I did not get in my coverage, which was with the Patriots, um, a, a guy had a write-up, and J.R. Carroll was talking about this. Somebody wrote him up and said, this guy is going to be great. He spends a lot of time with the fans after practice. Um, basically, uh, something like um, a, a third of Ryan Mallet time, a, a third of the time in Ryan Mallet years, or something like that. So Jr. called him and asked him what what did he mean, and it's it's that Ryan did not want to disappoint any fans. I mean, even though he wasn't, you know, a starting guy with the Patriots, he talked to the kids, he signed autographs, and he did all that with the Patriots. And and Jr. was had a really touching 
segment where he talked about, and I wrote about this today, that anyone who came in contact with Ryan, like, he, he, they could feel like his friend because of the way he, he talked to him, and uh, that Ryan ended up giving a piece of himself to everyone, and he said to Debbie Mallet, Ryan's mom, you know, everyone here is, who is here today is here because Ryan gave a piece of himself to them, and now they're all here giving giving those pieces back to you, and it was uh, incredibly moving. Yeah, I read that this morning. That was the one that definitely resonated me with me the most. Um, you know, the morning guys got into a discussion about Razorback quarterbacks and, and the Mount Rushmore, and obviously it's something you could spend a week on, certainly not just a segment on. But um, where do you put Ryan? And, I, I mean, again, it seems maybe a little soon and almost irrelevant in the big scheme of things. But, I mean, he's a guy that, uh, I mean, about as good a two-year run as you can imagine, I would think. Huh. Just imagine if he'd have been, you know, a four-year guy or even a three-year guy. He'd have numbers that no one could catch or, or maybe not could catch. Um, I would put him on there, and I think, you know, Tyler Wilson's numbers were huge, Brandon Allen's, and then the current guy, K.J. Jefferson. I mean, I think basically you'd say he already deserves a spot, uh, but certainly if he puts up numbers this year, he, he could be the main guy on there like George Washington, man. Uh, and, and let's not forget, you know, Freddie Marshall and mm-hmm. um, Montgomery. Uh, these guys... You know, they had good quarterbacks in the championship years, too. Joe Ferguson. Yep. Billy um, Moore. So, I'm being mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm being very recent, recency biased, uh, but because the passing game has opened up in the last several decades, those guys have better numbers. But, yeah, Billy Moore, uh, a lot of guys. And the Arkansas Sports Hall of Famer, Clint Sterner. Let's not forget him, mm-hmm. too. Old Red. Quinn Grovey. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Matt Jones. Ron Calcagney. Jones. It's tough. Tough to narrow it down to four, mm-hmm. no doubt. Mm-hmm. Tom, I, I Kevin really enjoy- had the record. Yeah, I, I really enjoy his. <laughs> I'm like, um, let me think. Uh, Scott Bull, um, Greg uh, Taylor, John Rutledge. Um, let me see here. Who was Robert the other, Johnson. Who was the big quarterback that played in Rutledge's time that went down? Steamboat Willie that that went down. John the, Rutledge time when Rutledge when Rutledge had to come in and yeah. he filled in that one game or yeah. two. But who was the big quarterback that was playing then? Hampton. Robbie Hampton. Robbie, is it Robbie? Yeah. Robbie Hampton. Mm-hmm. We're going deep in the well there. Anyway, yeah. Tom, sorry. <laughs> I was going to. I wanted you to touch on uh, Mallett's uh, offensive coordinator in high school because he had some uh, really good stories. I love the golf story. Yeah, and and by the way, you know, uh, I don't think we have to excuse reminiscing about the great quarterback because I think the people who are listening. They want to hear all that, too, and they're thinking the same things in their head, you know, going back through the years as a great quarterback. But, yeah, Scott the Rat was funny. Uh, the preacher got on to him later and said, um, Paul, Paul Young was his name, he said, um, you're like a Baptist preacher. He said, you, you uh, said, I'm about to finish about four different times. <laughs> and uh, everybody got a kick out of that. But he had a ton of stories. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the Mallet wasn't super good in golf. And I don't remember the details of, of the story, but um, the first time he saw him was a funny story. He's like 6'3 already, maybe in the 5th, 6th grade. And he says he's a stumbling, stumbling this, bumbling this kid, and we're doing a stretch um, before practice. And, you know, it, his feet are so big, you know, he just looks awkward. And uh, Jim Mallett, his dad, was standing nearby, and, he, and, and somebody made the comment, well, he's, you know, well, he's a awkward looking kid and Jim Malik says just wait till you see him throw <laughs> um, and that, that was just his his uh his stock and trade was a huge big arm and then you know a big heart and um I think I think the state has uh tried to do Ryan Malik's memory right in the last week or so uh I know you guys have talked about him on your show a lot you probably had a lot of guests um and um you know interestingly Brandon Allen and I talked to him and he, and he called Ryan a polarizing guy. And I, I think what he meant by that was he was just sometimes, you know, challenge his teammates, get on to them if they weren't doing stuff right. And that probably led to a, a little bit of friction. But it was all in the interest of, you know, doing well as a team, completing passes, completing drives. And so um, I'll tell you this, the, uh, the show of um, support from the teammates of his era, like every guy he probably completed a pass to, was there yesterday, and, I, and all the big ones, Jarius Wright, Joe Adams. You know, I, 
I didn't see all the folks behind me, so I'm not sure of Kobe Hamilton, but certainly another Texas high kid and, um, you know, Ben Cleveland, DJ Williams, Greg Childs, they were all there. Chris Gregg, all of them were there. Mm. When he was in the uh, eighth grade, he had just moved, I guess, to Texas high. He, uh, the coach let him work out with the varsity. They didn't tell him anything about him. And as practice went along and he's showing out, the starting quarterback, there were guys saying, you got some competition this year. You got somebody. And it wasn't until after practice they said, they let him know he's an eighth grader. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Tom, yeah. Tom, I saw him play at Texas High. I went down there after Michigan signed him, and I was telling somebody at our church, Michigan's got this quarterback. I think he's going to be fantastic. And I mentioned who it was. This guy had played baseball against his father, Jim Mallett. He said, Jim wow. Mallett was a Nolan Ryan type pitcher. He said, "So you know the gifts that God yeah. parcels out to people. Apparently, that thunderbolt right arm ran in the family." If you'd like to know why I'm talking about sports instead of playing, let me introduce you to Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky I got oh, I got as much out of my genetics as I could, guys. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, he had a little yeah. gift there, but he obviously developed it well. So I would have paid money, guys, and I know you you all would have too to to be a fly on the wall in a few of those quarterback meetings with Petrino. Can you imagine? (laughs) I mean, Ryan's a pretty headstrong guy, too. I can only imagine. Those guys were, uh, that must have been interesting. I think it was Tyler Wilson on uh, Neighbors Show that was talking about that Petrino and Mallett had a different relationship than Petrino and Tyler Wilson. Mm -hmm. And that uh, Tyler got a lot more crap than Ryan did. It was the franchise. He had to treat him with kid gloves. Yeah, Tyler... It's every time I saw him go off on Tyler, I always saw Tyler kind of chuckle or laugh, like he just sort of, you know, I, what are you gonna do? I mean, you're not gonna go back, but Mallet, I'm sure, probably went back at him a few times. I'm bad, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, you know, that's the thing. I think I think Mallet was much more willing to give and get. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, talk back, so to speak, to yeah. Petrino. And I don't think Tyler Wilson was, you know, raised the same way. I'm mean, J.R. Carr talked about the Mallet family as being a loud family, yeah. a National Geographic should study them in family. And Tyler was just, you know, a little more quiet, a little more reserved. And, right. Um, and he did talk about how uh, they had different personalities. And um, I don't think Tyler was as suited, like, mentally to just take on Petrino. And uh, another interesting tidbit that um, I can't remember if it was J.R. or Scott Surratt brought up, that um, that Petrino would, would jump all over uh, Mallet, but wouldn't really praise him. And he, and he said that's what... Garrett McGee was for, mm-hmm. and so they had the kind of the good cop bad cop. Got to, yep. That's a good that's a good arrangement for sure. Um, yeah, the, <laughs> talking about, I was like, I like the Mallet family, and I don't even know them, but I'm like, I can relate to these people because I come from a loud family, and they were like, they said National Geographic loud, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I think I can relate to these people. These are my kind of folks. So. <laughs> Anyway, it was good stuff. Well, I'm glad that there were, uh, you know, and I thought you summed it up nice. I mean, there were some tears, but a lot of laughs, and that's that's the right way to do it, obviously, and to celebrate a, a life that was unfortunately short but well-lived. So uh, anything else happened on the Hill, Tom, before we let you go? Well, it was just a superb ceremony, and I, I shouldn't leave out that Lauren, his sister, has a beautiful singing voice, mm-hmm. and then uh, his niece sang a duet with her, and then Lauren sang one by herself, and it was it was very moving. It was it was dancing in the in the sky, um, and I want to say there was like a rumble of thunder when she started to sing that song, wow. and I thought, "Wow, mm-hmm. uh, what's going on here?" Uh, but uh, it was just it was a very well organized, well run ceremony. The Mallet family um, outstanding. I was out at the, the lodge, you know, in um, near Stuttgart when you know the drafting happened, and Ryan was not happy. Ryan was disappointed and mad that he didn't go as early as he thought he would, and. Um, Luckily, you know, he had Jr. and some family members to help tone him down. And um, and I think going to the Patriots for five years or four years was a was a pretty good deal for him, man, learning with Tom Brady. And you saw the respect that, that Brady, Bill Belichick, and others uh, expressed about Ryan Mallett as well. For sure. He will, uh, you know, obviously be missed, so... Um, but it's going to be able to reminisce a little bit about that this week. It's just um, it's wild stuff for sure. Tom, appreciate it, man. Thanks so much, and enjoy your weekend. Yeah, hey, eyes out on the MLB draft. See how it impacts the Razorback baseball this weekend. Take no care, doubt. y'all. All right, buddy. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, I saw Sunday our D1 Baseball ranked the top college players by position. Mm-hmm. The top left-handed pitcher, according to D1 Baseball, available in the draft, Hunter Holland. Really? Yes. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah, that's Good for what, him. Exactly what I thought too. Hmm.
We got some special guests coming up. Sorry, Wes. After the break, uh, our friends from uh, the Arkansas Beef Council and Corky's are both going to be in here. So we're going to talk some meat on the other side. If you're cool with that, be a good time to go down to Oakland this weekend. Dodge some rain, hot weather. Go inside. Got Ricky Skaggs and the Kentucky Thunder coming July 14th. The Four Tops, August 25th. Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, September 10th. Always great entertainment at Oakland. Go to oakland.com to get your tickets. While you're there, you can uh, get your re- reservation for a hotel room and stay this weekend at Oakland. Great places to eat. Uh, you got the Astral Spa. You got the indoor outdoor pool. And of course, the casino, the sports book. Just a great weekend to go down to Oakland and have a little weekend getaway. It's Oakland down in Hot Springs. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog update during Out of Bounds. Get one of the lowest rates in the nation with a True Service Visa Platinum card online at trueservice.net. Sports Center. The NBA Summer League in Utah wrapped up last night. The Thunder beat the 76ers 100-91. Jalen Williams of Arkansas sat out to rest for the Vegas portion of Summer League. Vicky Council IV had 8 points on 2-for-8 shooting. Las Vegas Summer League begins today at 3.30 with the Pelicans and Timberwolves tipping off on NBA TV. The biggest matchups of the day will be the Trailblazers versus the Rockets at 6 on ESPN, which will feature Scoot Henderson and Shaden Sharp of Portland taking on Amin Thompson, Cam Whitmore, Jabari Smith Jr., and Tari Easton of Houston. Then at 8, Victor Wimbanyama and the Spurs will face Brandon Miller and the Hornets on ESPN. Tomorrow, Jordan Wall should make his debut for the Celtics at 2 on NBA TV versus the Heat. Then Anthony Black should also make his debut with the Magic at 4.30 on ESPN versus the Pistons. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Get wings the way you want them. Try Twin Peaks wings bone-in breaded, naked, smoked and grilled, or boneless in your favorite saucer rub. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. As we get older, hopefully we get a little wiser. In his book, Dave Barry Turns 50, the author shares some things he's learned over the years. Like, no matter what happens, somebody will find a way to take it too seriously. And, when trouble arises and things look bad, there's always one individual who perceives a solution and is willing to take command. Very often... That individual is crazy. You know, old Dave might be on to something there. And Double B's is on to something called excellence. Come on by today for a slice, a nosh, or a delicious snacky treat. And our ice-cold beverages can't be beat. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. (laughs) And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. (laughs) See shelter agents Paul Griffin in Monticello, Paul Killingsworth in Cabot, or John Goins in Little Rock. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. Can't get enough of us on the radio? Follow us on Twitter at JustinAquie7 at Wes underscore more and at C Weaver 1037. All right, 11:34. It is. I don't know if it's national or statewide or just Central Arkansas Burger Week, and so we are celebrating beef in the state. Uh, we were talking about the running of the bulls earlier. That's our question of the day today. If you had an all expense 
paid trip to run with the Bulls, would you do it? I said yes. Everybody else said no, but then I got them rethinking it. And somebody said, well, they kill them at the end. I said, yes, they're edible. You know, I don't know if you heard. We <laughs> like meat, and it's uh, it's pretty exciting. So I think everybody should be celebrating that. I like meat. <laughs> we all do. We all like meat, exactly. So, uh, Wes, yes, you have something? No. Oh, you look like you were no. ready to say something. Anyway, uh, we've got Donette Spann with us. She's with the Arkansas Beef Council and Josh Perrette with Corky's. Barbecue. Good to see a, a decent-looking face from over at Corky's for once. Joe was out of town and can't hear anything I say, so I can say whatever I want. But we appreciate Joe most of the time, anyway. Uh, we always talk about underrated burgers. You guys have an underrated burger. The pigskin is going to give me a thumbs up over there. Outstanding. Outstanding. There you go. <laughs> so, all right, let me start with you, Donette, about... Uh, is it Arkansas Beef? Is it Arkansas Burger Week? or it's Rock City Burger Week. Rock City, which covers uh, the Metro. Uh, Little Rock, uh, North Little Rock. We actually have a restaurant out of Scott who's okay. participating this year. So, yeah, mostly Little Rock and North Little Rock. How many restaurants in total? We have a total of 28. Is that a up. record? Uh, yes. Well, well, this is only our third year, so, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> we'll take it. Record's a record. Yeah. But yeah, 28. For all uh, those out there who say first annual, we'll celebrate a third year <laughs> high, okay? It's good. <laughs> So what what exactly does it entail? What's what's the well? Uh, all the restaurants that have signed up, they are local restaurants. We we didn't get any chains unless it was a local Arkansas chain like Corky's, and we had them do a specific burger, whether it's their signature burger, whether it's a unique burger they just created for Rock City Burger Week, but they're selling it for just $9. Okay. Um, we have some that are their signature. It's just a regular burger, you know, lettuce, tomato, cheese. And then we've got some like Corky's, as you can tell. It's barbecue, cheddar, onion rings. Oh my gosh, just magnificent burgers all around and uh but for nine dollars and they can get this just for this week next week mm. the 10th july 10th through the 16th joe usually comes up on wednesdays and that is chicken day for you guys so yeah. i'm sorry i know that's a dirty word around uh, over here but uh <laughs> well, you guys do have great burgers what is your best selling burger uh probably going to be the bacon cheddar burger or, or just the our normal burgers called the the big joe burger uh, named it after himself i course. have to give a, a line about the big joe burger he puts chili on it. A hamburger with chili and cheese and yeah. onions. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yes. I think that's Joe's favorite. Yes, you yeah. take a meat piece, and then you put meat soup on it. It's a good thing. <laughs> I'm into it. So, Absolutely. So what? tell me about uh, what, what goes on with the council, I guess, through the year. What, what's the what's the role and the goal? Uh, well, the Arkansas Beef Council is funded uh, by the beef producers of Arkansas. Uh, every head of cattle that's sold is assessed a dollar. That goes towards research, uh, promotion, education, advertising, just trying to get the word out about beef to people how to cook it uh how to buy it you know if you're trying to celebrate uh you don't go out and say hey let's go get a chicken breast you say hey let's go get a steak right so this is just our way to hey this is the best way to cook a steak this is the best steak for this occasion or this is the kind of ground beef you need or just just whatever but we try to educate consumers because what's the biggest thing they do when they mess it up they overcook it. Right. Well, we're going to show them how to cook it right and the right temperatures and everything. I got gotcha. you. Hmm. What's the best steak for the lake? For the lake? Uh-huh. Well, the best steak, period, is a ribeye. So that's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I probably eat more fillets than anything, but I, I love ribeyes. I uh, actually went and saw our friends the uh, other day at the butcher shop. Yep. And I got a ribeye. Yeah. And I'm normally a fillet guy. It's got more marbling. It was yeah. awesome. It, yeah. was, it was good. A lot more juicy. That is flavor, By my the friends. way, whoever put the barbecue sauce on that burger, I never do that. That was really good. Yeah, that's our Corky's barbecue that's sauce. That's really good. Yeah, it's killer. Man. Hmm. Um... How are, we, how are we doing as far where does Arkansas rank? Are we in the, do you, do you know the rankings on beef uh, consumption? Of no, like beef consumption? I, well, we're in the South and we're, you know. We're doing so our part. I mean, I know our, that. Our biggest thing that we sell is ground beef mm -hmm. uh, by far just because it's easy, it's cheaper. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know how we rank beef consumption wise. I mean, we can't compare to New York and right. California. And, um, but we're pretty high up there. We're number 11 in cattle numbers. So, in beef cattle numbers, but consumption, I mean, we usually don't rank too high on that just because we, we're competing against all the other bigger states. Yeah, that's hard, I guess. So, when you when you say 11, that's that's in total? That's not per capita? That's total beef cattle. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's mamas, babies, bulls, everything. Gotcha. Where's the, the main place or the part of the state with all the cattle? Uh, northwest, it's, which is surprising because it's also the biggest 
fastest growing part of the state. Mm-hmm. That's where most of the cattle are. Yeah, is in northwest, mostly the west, whole west side of the state, but northwest is huge. Well, you know, most of the cattle want to live up there because of the schools and stuff. Uh, so uh, yeah. they've heard a yeah. lot of good things <laughs> it's about. It's too it. rocky to be good farmland, but the cows like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love cliff cows. That's my kind of deal. <laughs> so, uh, Josh, what's your background? Um, well, um, I, I, restaurant industry. I started off young, just working, hosting, uh, bussing tables, and just kind of worked my butt off while on my way up. And then I met Tommy Hilburn, Joe's partner. Yep. And uh, Tommy, uh, eight, nine years ago, he said, hey, come on down. I was living in uh, Fayetteville at the time, bartending up there. And mm-hmm. uh, So we sent the me. cows up there and brought you down here. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They, it, fair trade, though. Yeah, very uh, much. Uh, <laughs> I think we came out way ahead. <laughs> Uh, and then I, I started managing for him, and then I did that for five, six years, and I knew I wanted to move up. So uh, me and a couple other guys formed together, made him an offer, and we came out as partners about two and a half years ago. How about that? Yes, sir. That's cool. So, you know, it's funny. Like, I would go to uh, – I would take my son – and I have, uh, you guys have all had family members like this. Like, we'll go to a Mexican place and they'll get a cheeseburger. And I'm like, no, 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 we're not doing that. So when people come into Corky's, I mean, you don't first think burger, but right. it is a very popular item and it is probably one of the most underrated things on the menu. Absolutely. And, you know, we put Joe's name on it to make sure that everybody sees it, of course. Uh, <laughs> but the big Joe burger, I mean, we, we we mow through some ground beef weekly. Absolutely. Yeah. And you guys knock out the, the chili on there, too? Uh, we do a good chili burger, too. we got a, we got five or six different varieties. Uh, um, uh, Different kinds of burgers, but yeah, yeah, for sure. But the chili burger is definitely one that we provide as well. I like that. Now, you guys have a burger with pulled pork on it? Uh, we It used to be on the menu. You could still order it if you really want it. It's a pulled pork burger. And we used to have a mac and cheese burger, too. We kind of, you know, we tinkered around, and we kind of see which ones people like, and those are the mm. ones we kept, kept on. So this is mac and cheese mixed in, or was it on top like a topping? Uh, kind of top, well, on top, but then you melt the pepper jack and the shredded cheese on top of it, so it kind of melds into one big old bite. Mm. Well, maybe we should do that with pulled pork. There and then go. some chili over the top. <laughs> there you go. You guys are like artistes. I like this. No, we're like disgusting. <laughs> yes. We're like, how many calories can I get on one plate? Yeah. Somebody's I, already eaten their burger. The other two guys are I, uh, smelling yeah, it, waiting I was eat. just, I don't fool around. And yeah. the onion ring's nice. Touch. I'm sorry, we're out of yeah. time, everybody. We're gonna, time to go to the break. No, yeah. uh, there is something. So I was, I didn't tell you guys about this. There are two things, and you'll appreciate this. And I need to get a place that will do these. You're welcome to have them. Um, you can look around and find a menu uh, or find a, a recipe, I'm sure. So there are two things I have. There's a place that I go to in Des Moines when I go back and see my family, and it's a place called Skips. And they have two things on the menu that you're not. I've never seen anywhere in Arkansas. Number one is a rarebit burger. Have you ever had a rarebit burger? Never heard so of it. So it's like an open face burger. They used to be really popular at the Yonkers Tea Room, which is Yonkers is a department store for those who aren't familiar. Anyway, but um, they put a very sharp cheddar cheese sauce over and just smother it in it. You would dig it. And then the other thing is steak de burgo, which is like a kind of a garlic oil sauce that goes over a filet typically. Sometimes they make it with bird, too, but we don't approve of that, do we? We want to focus on the steak. But I would love to see somebody here do either or both of those because I would eat there a lot. Mm. Yeah. So good. I got the. Uh, I did get a, a good. Um, uh, what was I just talking about? Recipe. Uh, yeah, the burger. The burger sauce. Uh-huh. I got the cheese sauce recipe. So I'm gonna whip some up and bring them in here. What awesome. they do up in the Midwest and Iowa, Nebraska, other places? They do a breaded pork tenderloin. Mm-hmm. It's like a chicken fried steak, but they make a sandwich out of it. I had mm-hmm. that at the Kansas City Royals baseball stadium. Oh my goodness! I'm like, mm-hmm. if you guys are looking for any more menu items, that might they know. go crazy for it up there. Yeah. It is not my jam. Never you has don't been. Like it that I much? do not. I don't think it's I was very nuts about it. I don't think it's very um, satisfying. Okay. And I always feel disgraceful after I eat it. <laughs> well, I, I felt I felt ashamed, but, you know, God will forgive you for moments of laxity. Uh, Josh, my, my current co-host has a little more, um, you know, self-control than my former co-host. <laughs> and every time Joe used to come up here, he would talk about trying to do a ribbing. Joe, I can eat four racks of ribs. I can eat eight racks of ribs. <laughs> you know, we just had the hot dog eating contest. I think you guys, uh, does anybody do a rib uh, rib contest? Like a e- e- rib eating contest? I, I mean, rib eating contest? Yeah. I have no idea. I know there's definitely cook-offs, you know, who can make the best kind of ribs. But that we don't care re- about that. I was going to say, that'd be really interesting to see who could put down the most racks, though. Yeah, you'd have to do it by weight because you got to make sure the people are picking it clean. But I think you yeah. could, you could mm-hmm. st- do a start and end weight over yeah. 10, 10 minutes. Because it's got all the bones in there, too. Right. You gotta think that that's the big advantage of that would be avoiding the hot dog buns. Mm-hmm. Having done that for Basil and Roger, I ate eight hot dogs in 10 minutes. 
It wasn't the hot dogs. It was the buns. <laughs> the buns just kill you. Did you dip them in water? No, I didn't dip them in water. That's disgusting. I know, but that's disgusting. Well, at Corky's, you'd have to do like for every rack of ribs, you get eat like four bread rolls or something. Something like that, exactly. And bread and honey. Joey Chestnut's been talking this week. He was on Pat McAfee's show this week, and he was talking about new records he wants to set. He said, uh, I'd love to get a sushi record. I want to go to Alaska and do King Crab. Who don't? Uh, and he said Taco Bell. That would be a fun one. That would be probably the last contest he ever competes in. Taco Bell. That would rock. Yeah, man. it would. Yeah. How many chalupas can he smash? Uh, exactly. Don't they do like a party pack of twenty? See how many you can put down. I don't know. I think so. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm more worried about coming over and smashing racks of ribs, though. So anyway, uh, anything else we want to hit on here? I guess where where do we find the list of uh, restaurants that are participating? And do they have their Burgers listed on there? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rock City, uh, com has all the burgers listed, their pictures, the address of the restaurants, um, and uh, they're updating that every day just to make sure we have the latest information on each burger. Uh, like I said, we have 28 restaurants involved. Uh, one of the big things that we kind of, a uh, couple things, one, we're giving away a PK, PK Go Grill for mm. anybody who goes, visits four or more restaurants and they uh upload their receipts to the website okay and we'll put them in for a drawing for a pk go grill um and also uh proceeds are going to the arkansas food bank Mm -hmm. uh for the first thousand burgers that are sold uh, the arkansas beef council is doing a thousand dollar donation and then we're also putting uh qr codes on all the tables so Patrons can donate money while they're waiting for their burger to be served Mm -hmm. nice so uh we're we don't really we don't have a goal because we just want it to be like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars so whatever we can get for the food bank i'm I'm telling you right now i'm looking through the facebook page and some of these burgers have got me feeling a little bit uh, (laughs) (laughs) naughty i mean these are just ridiculous there are some just insane ones well give us an example um well i don't want to talk about other people's restaurants with josh here but i mean bottom line is there's some that are just about as tall as you are oh really and there's just ridiculous like i don't even know how you get your mouth around some of these it's ridiculous when i was in uh when i was in college we used to go to this local place and they would let you build your own burger on we would go up there on saturdays mm-hmm. and then when like when iowa state was playing out of town we'd go up there and build our own burger so like one day i got to like everything on it It looked like a dagwood but it was a burger it was ridiculous <laughs> so that was a that was a good hour worth of work See, uh, you guys are too young to remember a chain called burger chef probably but they had this Fixins bar. I mean, you have lettuce and tomato and onions and pickles. I remember a little kid, you get a plain hamburger, then the hamburger would be like this tall. Yeah. I always thought that was a real great accomplishment. <laughs> Those are good times. That was all vegetables. So, yeah. you know, there you go. Brock, go ahead. Yeah, anything else? Okay, sorry. RockCityBurgerWeek.com. Again, if you want to uh, support, and obviously it's for a good, eat burgers for a good cause. I mean, come on, forget about oh, yeah. it. Do you all have any other big uh, beef events? Is that like Rock City Steak Week, or do we do that? No, not yet. We should really. That hey, could listen. be something we could think about. I'm an idea guy, you know. I'm just saying. <laughs> so I'm about that. If you need any help with that, we're happy to promote that as well. So, well, Josh, thanks for the uh, grub. I appreciate it in advance. I can't wait to eat it. I know it's great. Outstanding. Thank you, my friend. Uh, I appreciate and Donette, it. Good luck with everything, and thanks for coming up. And I hope you guys raise a whole bunch of money. That's a great cause. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you. Excellent. Big O Tires. Right now, $100 off select set of tires. I know a lot of people will be taking some trips, vacations, got to have a good set of tires. You don't want to have a blowout. You don't, you don't want to be hydroplaning. It's dangerous for you, your passengers, and other people on the road. So go buy Big O Tires in Cabot and Conway. Two great locations. Big selection of tires, plus they have the Big O Tire. And then they'll work on your car, too. If you need a little maintenance done before you head out on a trip, swing on by Big O Tires in Cabot. It's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. In Conway, they're on Hark Riders. Big O Tires. The team we trust. Saracen Summertime Sports Car Giveaways continue with a beautiful Mercedes-Benz Cabriolet in July. Play at the Saracen Casino this month to win a Mercedes convertible from Mercedes-Benz of Little Rock. Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win a Mercedes convertible just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800 you 247 
Hey y'all, Dr. Grant Dennis here with the Specific Chiropractic Centers and Everbowl. Ever think to yourself, why does everything that tastes so good have to be so bad for me? Well, at Everbowl, we whip up tasty acai bowls and smoothies every day that are packed with antioxidants, fiber, and other naturally nutritious goodness to help fuel you throughout your day, and they are actually good for you. Our bowls are vegan, dairy-free, and good for your busy, active, and healthy lifestyle during these hot summer months. Hey, come swing in, cool off with Everbowl, mention Dr. Grant, and you'll get a special promotional offer for in between the Pleasant Ridge Shopping Center in between Santo Coyote and Numa. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Built upon a solid foundation of cast iron and steel, the Kubota L01 Series is part of the tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience. They feature powerful Kubota diesel engines and easy operation. The durable Kubota L01 Series. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Work smarter, not harder with River Valley Tractor. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply. Stop. Opt out. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat. Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence. Because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts LOSS to 200-300. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text LOSS to 200-300. That's LOSS to 200-300. You're back in the zone, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network and online at 1037thebuzz.com. I'm on an island. Even when you're close Can't take the silence I'd rather be alone I think the pretty plain and simple We gave it all we could It's time I wave goodbye from the window Let's end it like we should And say we're good We're not meant to be this never We're watching some Wimbledon here in the break, and if you haven't been keeping up with it, it's entertaining stuff. Even for those of us who don't play tennis, really, uh, it is really good to watch. I love it. That's on my bucket list, Pigskin. I honestly, I think I'd rather go to Wimbledon than Augusta for the Masters. I've been at center court at Wimbledon. Are you serious? I got pictures. I'll During Wimbledon? Well, no, they weren't okay. playing, but I, I got in. Okay, I want to... Took a tour of the grounds, and yeah. I thought... Wouldn't it be great if my my mediocre game could have graced these hallowed grounds? I mean, how much money would you pay to play any of the courts at Wimbledon? Oh, Wouldn't be, that be great? It'd, it'd be incredible. Yeah, that'd be a cool. The grass experience. is. Well, I'll tell you, it's like playing on a, a green on a golf course. That's about how the grass is. Yes. Would you rather play at Wimbledon or Augusta? Augusta. 
Augusta. Augusta. Okay. But I don't play sure. tennis. Wimbledon, Wimbledon's in, in the top five, though. No question about a sports destination. It's like, it's a mecca. Well, it is a... I mean, look, it's a bucket list for a lot of people, and a lot of people get very excited when they're there. No and question. apparently that has been an issue this year because tournament organizers have issued a warning against inappropriate use of a designated quiet room meant for prayer and meditation. <laughs> it's over near Court 12. The executive... <laughs> Uh, Chief Executive of the All England Lawn Tennis Club emphasized the importance of the sanctuary and called for respectful use of the room. She said it's a really important space, so we are all will be retaining it and we'll be making sure that people are using it the right way. Apparently, there are uh, there are accounts of sounds of intimacy that have been emanating from the room on occasion, causing concerns about its proper use. So you're supposed to be praying, and they're going in there, kind of getting busy. Oh, well, somebody's talking to God. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, good, Wes. That is uh, that might be the most uh, hilarious thing you've ever said on this show. That seems, bit, that seems a bit blasphemous that those heathen would be doing that. Yeah, I, th- it doesn't seem the right thing to do. No. I also think, no offense, I mean, look, more sympathetic I could not be. That's a fun way to spend a day. But the thing is, I'm guessing if I'm going to Wimbledon, we'll hold off. I don't want to have sex at Wimbledon that oh, much. You'd think people just have no decorum anymore. They really don't. Man. Have a little class, people. Could be a bucket list. Yes. We're trying probably. to have a civilization <laughs> here, Caligula. Yeah, exactly. Very much. Oh, probably my not God. many people that can say they've had sex at Wimbledon. That's true. I mean, that's like a that's a different, whole different level than the Mile High Club. Well, probably Bjorn Borg back in the day because he was like all four Beatles rolled into one. Yes, maybe so. Pat yeah. Fitzgerald's catching heat picks again. I'm sure you saw this. Uh, Northwestern's implementing several measures to curb hazing within its football program, including a two-week suspension. Ooh, two whole weeks of Pat Fitzgerald after an investigation found uh, evidence to support a claim of problematic conduct. You know what's problematic? The fact that they went 1-11 and last yeah, year. Yeah, Pat needs to curb not having a quarterback or an offense. That might be a place to start. Yeah, if he keeps it up, they're going to mistake him for Iowa. 1-11 and last year, 3-9 and the previous year, 7-2, and 3-9 and over four years, 14-31. and But in 17 seasons, I looked this up, he's had nine winning seasons, and at Northwestern, that is no small feat. Mm-hmm. He's had three 10-win seasons mm-hmm. in his time wow. at Northwestern. I think he's safe, uh, and I don't know exactly what the details are of the hazing, but obviously it wasn't too terrible because he got a two-week well, suspension. Well, keep in mind, he's a, he's a legend and a hero and a local product from Northwestern. Right. And they don't really care if they win. They're kind of like the Vanderbilt right. or the Big Ten. If they win, great. If they don't, they're still going to be you know, everyone's boss in a few years, so they don't care. Can yeah. you imagine Vanderbilt winning, having three 10-win seasons? No, no. You know, Franklin won a little bit when he was there. He I did. Mean, he's I, didn't pro- think, I didn't think South Carolina could do it either, and then... We saw what they did. So they could be a problem the next couple of years. They might be. They're recruiting really well. Beamer seems like a pretty sharp guy, so likable. We'll see. Yeah, he's fun. Um I wanted to mention this too. We've been talking a little baseball, I guess, of late. Jordan Wicks I was talking about him the other day. Yeah. He's having a great, great year. He just called got called up to the uh triple A Cubs recently. He's a Conway High School legend. His uh last year there, eleven and one with a point eight six ERA. And had a really, really good run. He also got picked in the first round of the Major League Draft in 2018 after playing his college baseball at Kansas State. Mm. Uh, And he told the story. He was 21st overall in the 21 draft, by the way. And uh, told the story this week about uh, what he was doing when he got called up to AAA. 25 feet from the blackjack table in Cherokee, North Carolina. Um, we had gone to, so me and my wife had, we had two off days, you know, like everybody did. And so we thought, you know, let's go to Cherokee, North Carolina. There's like a casino resort, a golf course, you know, over there. Like, and let's get away for two days. So we get there, check in, unpack our bags, and we're headed down to look for something to eat. And we're like walking through the casino part, my phone rings, and they go, hey, you're going to AAA. I said, it's going to be a slight problem. I'm about two hours away from Tennessee right now. And so, But we made it work. We, we stayed there that night, drove back to Tennessee, packed everything up, and then uh, and then we flew out Tuesday straight to Omaha. Makes your casino trip a little more enjoyable, right? He called up from AA to AAA. Pretty cool. Good to see Jordan Wicks rising up through the ranks. Wouldn't surprise me to see him in Chicago in the not-too-distant future. 
By the way, um, we talked about Isaiah Campbell a lot this week. Did not play yesterday in relief, but we'll see if he gets on the mound today. Have you been outside recently and you have that pain in your back or your shoulder, maybe even in your knee? Well, why don't you get rid of it? Take your life back. Go check out my friends over at QC Kinetics today. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. You know, I had a friend call me the other day and he says, you know, I've got some really bad back pain. And he goes, I, I just don't have time to, to be out of work and not be able to do what I do every day. And I told him, I said, you need to call my friends over at QC Kinetics. 